everyone and welcome to our uh, podcast. Um, my name is Coralie Fernando. I'm the Head of Marketing and Communications at Tiger Recruitment um, and I'm here with Laura Glendenning who heads up Tiger Private. Hi Laura. Hello, hi. Um, so well, would you mind just sort of giving a bit of an overview on uh, what who you are and what Tiger Private does first of all? Sure. So um Thanks very much for that. Yeah, I'm Laura. Um, I head Tiger Private. Uh, we've been part of the business for about four years now. And our provision is um, working with clients and candidates in domestic family settings and also family offices. So we recruit a huge range of positions, both in the UK and internationally. Um, and that can range hugely. Um, so that could take in private PAs, chief of staff, estate managers, house managers, um, private chefs, chauffeurs, tutors, um, just a huge housekeepers as well. Just a huge plethora of um, candidates that clients may need for their private homes or for their family offices. Fantastic. Um, Oh, sorry, did I interrupt you? <laughs> I was just going to say, um, my background is actually private houses. So prior oh. to coming and um, setting up Tiger Private, I was working uh, for about 15 years as a private PA um, and then latterly a chief of staff. Um, my team are also from private backgrounds. Um, so we're quite unusual in the sense that as recruiters, we have got um, first-hand experience of working uh, with private individuals and, you know, um, we understand the environment very well, which I think lends itself quite nicely um, to, to both candidates and clients. Yeah, absolutely. And um, so how, what has Tiger Private's experience been of the, um, of the last three or four months since the pandemic began in the UK? Yeah, it's been um, it's been really interesting. We've we've actually kept very busy, um, but obviously been adapting weekly at the moment to um, to what our clients need and and also to the candidates. I think one of the first um, observations would be that the candidate pool that is available at the moment is is probably richer than it's ever been. Um, understandably there's been quite a lot of movement um, in this market you know clients have had to make changes they've had to let client, um, candidates go so we are really really rich in candidates who perhaps will have been in previous positions you know for a, for a good length of time and have got mm -hmm. some wonderful longevity on their CVs um, and who have just found themselves available um, for the first time for a long time. So I would say that's definitely been something I've really noticed, just the quality of the candidates that we've been speaking with and registering and you know who, who we've got sort of, able, who we're able to access um, at the moment. Mm, that's really interesting. So you mentioned um, that there have been some redundancies. Have you found then that fewer people are hiring? Are there fewer jobs available within family offices and, and domestic households? Yeah, I would say the family office space um, has definitely been quieter. Um, yeah. 
we usually recruit uh, sort of evenly, I would say, between family offices and private homes. Um, but certainly the family office environment does seem to be fairly quiet at the moment. Um, I think that's due to some very practical reasons. Obviously, it's an office setting and, you know, the government guidance has been for, for people to be working at home. Mm. Um, but due to sort of the confidentiality aspect, I think, of um, working within a family office, sometimes that's not possible. Um, yeah. and, and also it's in terms of recruitment for family offices, they, you know, the due diligence is key and they very much value a final face-to-face -face interview, um, which hasn't, hasn't been able to happen until very recently. So definitely quieter on that front. Um, although I would say, you know, we've taken on a couple of chief of staff roles actually in the last few weeks. So that is moving um, in a positive direction. Great. Where, we, where we've been busy, um, busier with, is definitely on in, the, in the domestic provision the whole way through um, the pandemic. So clients have been needing extra resource. Um, that could be anything from sort of a housekeeper to a nanny um, and a private chef. Those have been the three positions I would say that we're recruiting for constantly. Um, oh, that's so funny. And, and why do you think that is? I think it's because people are at home. Um, you know, everyone, <laughs> <laughs> everyone's been stuck at home. Um, it's a huge amount of extra work um, for, for everyone. Clients are sort of consolidating a little bit. Um, so they, I think, are looking for really good quality candidates to come in and just ease some of the strain. They may have use the time during the pandemic to look at their current staffing and, and sort of consider if it's up to scratch. Um, they may have had to have let people go at the beginning um, of the pandemic due to safety. And now that the um, lockdown restrictions are easing, I think they're now trying to sort of plug the gap that's been, been left. Yeah. Um, I think on the nanny uh, points, that's been quite prevalent probably because we've all had our children at home yeah um and you know it's a lot to juggle uh so that's definitely been a requirement we've 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 had quite a few of those positions come through yeah yeah have you seen that anyone is um cause you mentioned the word consolidating earlier have you seen that people mm. are um consolidating uh role responsibilities as it were so for example and you know more hybrid roles um, what I would say is that the consolidation is happening in terms of having staff who are no longer traveling. Right. So the, tre the trend prior to um, COVID-19 was to have uh, really flexible staff who would travel with the family from, from property to property internationally. Yeah. Because of the travel restrictions, and you know the anticipation that they may be in place for quite some time clients are now thinking actually i need to have a smaller body of staff but who are static and in, right. and, in and in each of my homes so we're definitely finding um we, we've had some inquiries and some work that we've been um looking after overseas uh, where you know we've placed maybe a domestic couple or we found 
a private chef and those candidates are replacing previous employees who would have been traveling with the family right um, so i think that's going to be a new trend where clients have sort of a, a, le a lesser body of staff um mm. in place in each of their homes but that those those staff stay what stay where they are right okay and is that going to uh can you do you sort of foresee that that's going to re represent more difficulties in terms of recruitment if we're you know if you're re recruiting uh local staff or local no, no not at all i think you know we're super lucky that we have um you know an international reach we've we've got offices in dubai we've got one in new york yeah. um and i think our candidate pool is global yeah um you know our reach is vast mm. and we you know for the, for the last four years have been recruiting internationally anyway mm -hmm. um so no it doesn't really inhibit what we're doing at all great okay that's good um and i get and then on the, on the travel side i know um we did uh, a webinar recently um with some workplace experts sort of just talking in general about um the future of the office workplace and talking a little bit more about you know this the whole pandemic has of course um sort of uh, meant that we've had to have meetings virtually there's a lesser need to to travel to to see people do you have any in the conversations that you've had with your family office um clients do you have any thoughts about how they're going to move forward particularly around you know traveling for meetings and um or any other changes that that this pandemic has sort of brought about for the longer term yeah i mean i think we with our family office clients um they initially they were a little bit reluctant to adapt to um anything other than face to face yeah which is why we we could feel that things were a little bit quieter mm. but what has happened over time is um you know they have engaged with the technology that's available um uh, you know, Zoom and Microsoft Teams and and the various other things that they can use. Um, and actually, that's meant that now that they're feeling comfortable with that, they don't need to, to, to be doing the sort of travel for meetings in particular that they once did. Yeah. The, uh, I guess the other advantage to that then is um, obviously it's just a speedier recruitment process, hopefully, as well, if they're you know, if they aren't traveling as much, if they're able and open to, to doing virtual interviews, then um, it probably means that they're able to take advantage of more candidates as well. They're less likely to, re to lose candidates if in a longer process, I guess. Yeah, that's totally correct. I, you know, I, it, we can expedite things as quickly as, as, as possible, really. So, yeah. um, you know, we've had a couple of roles where historically because we were each stage would have been face to face and that would, would have been you know very much subject to the availability of the people who were recruiting for the role um because we've been able to facilitate that via zoom yeah um, they have been able to move through the rounds very very quickly 
Mm. Um, so yeah, it, that's, it's definitely meaning that from sort of having a job briefed in to having it filled that the timeline is, is, is definitely quicker. And you mentioned obviously um, some of the ways that private household uh, roles are changing. Um, mm -hmm. Do you do you, are you sort of going to expecting any changes in the way that family offices are structured or the types of roles that they're recruiting? For example, you know if they're traveling less, does that mean that there are um, that there's less of a need for a private PA, for example, to book? do book that travel and manage those complex diary arrangements globally um i don't know in in truth um yeah i i think that the, the family office space is undoubtedly going to change um slightly uh you know i think that's kind of also coupled with brexit as well yeah so i think that there will be a knock-on effect and there will be some family offices that perhaps reduce their numbers or even close down. Mm. Um, but likewise, I think that, um, you know, there are clients who always will want to have a, a family office at least based on one in Europe and, and, and one further afield usually. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, I can't really see that changing. In terms of roles, I think there will be a bit of consolidation. Um, uh, again, b learning that you can use people remotely uh, does mean that your pool of expertise is far greater. How do you sort of foresee Tiger Private adapting um, to the pandemic and um, hope, fingers crossed, hopefully a, a loop, further loosening of lockdown measures and um government guidance sort of for the rest of the year you know we we're very lucky that we have really great repeat business um and you know very meaningful relationships with with many of our clients um and they often come to us for extra advice mm. uh, so we were able to help with advice around furlough and sort of some employment law piece um advice at the beginning um and then we've sort of been able to help them you know, work out how to interview, um, how to integrate people safely into their homes. Um, so we like to be at the end of the phone to offer any advice um, that, that they may need. Um, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's really important that we're, we're available and we kind of get to the crux of exactly what they want. Mm yeah yeah definitely and um are there any did you have have you seen any sort of trends around the split between uh, temporary or seasonal i mean the permanent market's been definitely stronger for us um yeah. i think that the temporary market has definitely taken a little bit of a hit um and that's you know purely from a practical perspective because of you know the guidelines and and not being allowed to have uh exposure to 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 different people i do think that will change i've noticed in the last couple of weeks we've uh, since these sort of air bridges have been announced and and travel is starting to sort of gear up again we've had requests for contract staff um for villas uh you know 
holiday homes mm -hmm. um, just to go in and sort of be the provision um, again because clients aren't moving their permanent body of staff around as much as they used to mm. um, so that's definitely picked up um, and I think going forward it will be interesting to see to see what happens it, it may be that clients feel a bit more comfortable having having candidates on contracts um, uh, that they can release um, but it may be that they are just looking to consolidate and just have you know a really kind of special body of permanent staff yeah um, who, that, who they can rely on that's that's good the um the other thing i was just thinking about was the um have you seen a demand at all from any clients around um like temperature testing or uh even even i guess you know testing for covid or anything like that and it, it, and is that something that i obviously you know when we had the uk specifically hasn't been great on that front um so far mm -hmm. but you know if if we get to a point where it does become a bit more finesse do you foresee that take uh, being part of the the process and i guess specifically for domestic household staff you know people yeah staff into their homes i think definitely i mean i think what we ironically I, i've organized an interview this morning um <laughs> and part of that was that the candidate needed to make sure that they we're going to be arriving wearing a face mask and um, you know applying hand sanitizer before they enter the, the building. Yeah. Um, so that was part. You know, that's a new little addition to my interview confirmation that that didn't exist before COVID. Yeah. Um, and I think with temperature testing, it's I, I was speaking to uh, one of my chief of staff candidates who um, works for you know very large household staff team um you know they've got 20 plus staff members at any one time in, in this particular property and we were talking about temperature testing um as as, as part of the, the new normal really um yeah. because you know candidates do work very closely with each other within private houses um and it's very important you know to keep each other safe and to keep the family safe as well yeah um so yeah I, I do think in larger staffed homes that may become something that they implement um mm. and you know i i think that's probably quite a sensible provision yeah yeah definitely um great well um i think um yeah you definitely give us given us a great overview of sort of how things have been affected so far this year and um and what you anticipate uh, happening in the coming months. So thank you so much. Thank you.